Hello, everyone. I am Brandon K. Hedgepeth, and I want to welcome you all here to the Tansen Talk Show, where our mission here is to help bring people together. I'm so glad to have you all here today, but for all those viewers watching, please give a warm welcome to our guest for today, Benjamin Draper. Thank you so much for being here today. It's nice to be here. Yeah, and I'm so glad to have you. And so, first of all, how is your day going thus far? Are you enjoying summer 2023? Yeah, I am enjoying summer 2023. Uh, it's kind of been a slow summer, if I'm being quite honest. Um, but kind of getting back in the groove of things, kind of getting back into that grind a bit, kind of took the last two months off, kind of just resting and whatnot, because I know that my year this year is going to be so hectic. So it's nice to have that little bit of time off before we get into full gear and get into school season once again, you know. But my day's been pretty good. I mean, I went and ran... I went and ran slash walked 7.5 miles earlier this morning. So that was that was a journey. It's fun to go uh, on those walks just because we have like a big chill around my house. So it is nice to go around and kind of ease the mind with some working out and whatnot. And then we also had our WODU meeting earlier today where we had plenty of people show up, which is actually pretty fun just because sports wasn't really much of an interest to people in WODU. Uh, in the past, so it's nice to see that it is actually gaining more interest, and we have a lot of exciting things to look forward to this year. I'm so glad that the meeting went well, and yeah, as well as your 7.5 mile you know, run walk workout. And so, have you been you know, dedicating a lot of time towards like working out and everything this summer? Uh somewhat it's kind of been on and off really but uh once we got into august i really have vamped it up just because like it's just grind time for me really <laughs> yeah well that makes sense but like i said i'm very excited to speak with you and just like you were saying a moment ago you do seem like you have quite the busy you know fall semester planned out for you coming up very soon yeah i have a lot going on i have three school jobs I have to worry about. Plus I have an internship to worry about, which I'm pretty sure we'll get into in a bit here. But my three school jobs, I'm basically the sports director slash editor for our student magazine, Mason Crown, as well as WODU Studios, which is our school radio station, the heartbeat of Old Dominion. And then I'm also doing production and broadcasting for eSports, which is a new program that started about two years ago. So I've, I've been having a lot of fun doing those things as well as making a bit of money on the side doing those things. So it is always nice to make a little bit of money, especially when you're a college student, you could take any dollar that you can get. Yes, definitely. I completely relate to that as the life of a college student, but, mm -hmm. but yeah, so, so first of all, I'm so glad that you were able to have, you know, those free positions and get hopefully expansive experience from each of those respective opportunities. Yeah. And so like, how, which one have you been doing the longest out of those free out of curiosity? So the one I've been doing the longest has been the Mason crown. Uh, I've been sports editor going in my third year. Now I'll be a junior uh, going in this year. So this is my third year for doing Mason crown. And uh, basically that was basically my first, um, that was my first uh, introduction to Old Dominion, to sports in general, and also just meeting new people because I transferred from Texas State University in 2021. Uh, I did a year at Texas State in 2019 before COVID hit and all that. And 
I basically moved in 2020 back to Virginia because my mother got transferred here to DC. So I had to move. I didn't have to move. It was basically my choice, but I moved up here to Virginia with my family just because I did not want to be out of state away from them. And even though the transfer process was long and grueling, I mean, I still am happy that I'm here at Old Dominion. I think I made a great choice. Make, uh, choosing this school, even though it was basically just between James Madison and Old Dominion, but I'm happy here at Old Dominion. Well, I'm so glad that you, you know, that you are happy and content with being here. And so since you mentioned moving back, so had you moved, lived in this area or Virginia as a whole, you know, prior to this? Yeah. Um, so I was born and raised in Roanoke, Virginia for the first 12 years of my life. I was I was born and bred there, and I love my hometown. Home is home for me. But then I moved in 2012. I moved down to Texas, South Texas, like literally the southmost point of Texas. If you know where South Padre Island is, um, definitely that's basically where it is. So basically, we were there at the border because my mom is a Border Patrol uh, supervisor. So she really uh, supervises all of that. And now she's in the federal government with Homeland Security. So that's where she is at the Capitol now here in D.C. So I lived there in Texas throughout my middle school and high school years. I graduated from Laferia High School down there. Did my year at Texas State. Thought Texas State was going to be my home for the four years. Didn't happen. We got transferred here and we moved back into Virginia. We're here and Nova now, and Old Dominion's only like two and a half hours away, so it's not a far drive because at Texas State, when I went there this, for school, it was like a four to five hour drive, depending on how traffic was in San Antonio, because San Marcos, or San Marcos, I should say, uh, is basically the midpoint between San Antonio and Austin, so it's just, it really just relies on that San Antonio traffic, which can be really hectic. So it's like a four or five hour drive. And this two and a half hour drive is so much better than what I had to do before. Wow. Well, at least it's a shorter commute for you. And so do mm -hmm. you like, live on or near you know, campus during the academic year or do you commute the whole time? I do live on campus. I've been living on campus for the three years now. Um, I do want to live off campus next year, my senior year. But it just depends if I find the right people to, you know, you know, just live with and all that. But I really have been kind of an introverted person for the last six or seven years. And um, so I really haven't been open to people, but I have been learning to like come back out of my show and whatnot. And it's been a, it's been an experience. I've been meeting a lot of great people in WODU to my other organizations. And then with the internship itself, like I'm going to be meeting a lot of great and professional people there. So it's going to be a lot of fun. Well, I'm so glad that, you know, that at least you were able to find a new home at ODU. And out of curiosity, since you mentioned that, you know, you were previously at yeah, Texas State University and that you were there until the pandemic. So at what point did you decide to, like, switch gears while you were there? Um, To, like, to move and transfer? Uh, basically, it, it was kind of immediately... Once I found out that my mom was leaving, just because of the fact that my dad has Parkinson's disease, he's had par Parkinson's disease basically my whole life. And he's gotten to the stages where it's really taken a toll on him. And we really don't know how much time we have with him left. So I really did not want to spend those years in another state away from him and lose all that time uh, being away. And, you know, if something happened, I would regret it for the rest of my life for sure. 
But it was almost immediately once I knew that we were moving here to D.C. It was just a matter of where I was going to go to school. And it really just came down between the two schools, between James Madison and ODU. But I ultimately chose ODU just because I felt like I could have more opportunity to get hands on with sports uh, over here than what I would do at uh, James Madison, which I'm glad I was correct about that because I have all these opportunities that I've done so far. And it's presented me with the opportunity of doing this professional job uh, for the 2023-2024 hockey uh, season for the Admirals, which is my internship. But other than that, I mean, I'm just so thankful that ODU has presented me with all these opportunities since I moved here. Well, I'm so glad that you are able to have these opportunities. But first and foremost, I did want to you know, say I appreciate your like dedication to your family, first and foremost. And, you know, not just thinking about yourself, but for your family as a whole and to keep you all together, especially as, you know, as your dad's progressing with uh, his Parkinson's disease. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I'm, I'm the only son in the household, basically. So basically, uh, whenever he goes, I don't want to think about that. But whenever he does, I'm going to be the man in the house. So it really, it's really up. It's really on me to kind of get into that role where I need to step up and, you know, do more and really just take control of being more mature and whatnot. So yeah, it's been a, it's been a process. Would you say that, I mean, that, that helped shape sort of like, you know, your idea for going for, you know, different opportunities and what type of positions, like your campus positions that you go for? Yes. Um, just because of the fact that I want to try to get as much experience as I can and build up my resume um, as much as I can as well, just because I did so much through middle and high school, um, spanning through UIL academic competition. I did journalism there. Uh, I did dur- journalism for three years uh, through high school, and I enjoyed the heck out of it. I was the captain of our UIL team for two years, and I'm very happy about um, having that uh, role as well. And then doing various sports. I played baseball. I ran track. I played football for a year. And then I also did golf, which golf was basically my main sport in the last two, three years. And I did have 11 scholarships to play golf at collegiate schools. But like I said, they were out of state schools. And that was just, I was not up for leaving and being, you know, 20, 20 hours away from family because that just was not important to me. Family is more important to me. But nevertheless, congratulations on at least, yeah, getting those opportunities and scholarships, even though that, you know, you weren't able to, yeah, to take them. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah, but, but yeah, but playing all these different sports out of curiosity, like, did you get into them just for the opportunity or did you have a, you know, interest beforehand in each of them or, you know, or I guess for you, like, I guess what helped drive you to, to explore all these different sports and opportunities? Um, well, you know, you know me quite a, a little bit and my, my fanatic, uh, I am a big sports fanatic. Like I am a diehard for sports. Sports is everything to me. And there are going to be people that I, there's been people that I've met and they're like, Oh, like, how can you love sports that much? Like sports is not everything like that. Like, I just don't understand how you could have such a big love 
for the industry and whatnot. But ever since I was four years old and I was introduced sports from my father, I just fell in love with it. And I just made sure that I this is something that I wanted to do, seeing games on the TV and just just thinking about like, just imagine being in that atmosphere and just being able to make money doing that, just getting the experience, all those things. And for example, there was a game in 2008 between Texas and Texas Tech. And it was basically Texas was the number one team in the country and Texas Tech was the number seven team in the country. And Texas Tech won that game on the very last play of the game. They threw like a 30-yard touchdown, won the game, upset the number one team in the country, and everybody just stormed the field. And that was just like one of those early memories for me. Like, wow, I could only imagine how the people that were commentating that game are feeling, getting to see that whole experience and just I don't know. Just being in the sports environment is just so it's so wonderful. And growing up, I knew that I wanted to be in the sports industry. And up until high school, I wanted to pursue something in sports, like playing sports. But only my talent could take me so far. And I realized that. And don't get me wrong. I would have loved to go and play golf at the collegiate level. But like I said, it really wasn't. That really wasn't a big priority to me because my priority was towards my family and being close to them. And I didn't take those opportunities, but I knew I wanted to be in, in sports no matter what. And I had, I had developed a love for sports media um, over the years through middle and high school. And I was like, you know what? I really, really want to pursue a career in broadcasting, reporting, or anything of the anchor type, like on a news station and whatnot. I would love to be able to talk about sports because anything that deals with sports I want to be around and that's kind of how I've lived my life through the years and I I'm very passionate about my sports probably one of the biggest fans that you'll ever meet I can assure you of that well that is great though that you have that such dedication and drive towards you know towards sports but not just playing them but playing them watching them researching them and I mean, even wanting to commentate for them. And so have you had, you know, prior to these, you know, positions that you have now, have you had any experience, you know, commentating, you know, commentating sports outside of these? Um, I've done a little bit of commentating with ODU Esports, but beforehand at Texas State, I was a part of the KTSW 89.9 radio, which is basically the student radio there at Texas State. And we did have opportunities to commentate the high school football game for San Marcos, San Marcos Rattlers. That was the high school name. And we would go out there and do Friday night games. And the first few games, I was kind of just there in the back, kind of taking in everything and learning from them. But I did have my opportunity to do one of the games, and that was a very fun experience. And it was also fun just doing all the background research on the games itself, uh, just getting all the stats, getting all the game notes, and making sure that you have all the little stories you can talk about throughout all the little delays in the game and whatnot. But it, my love for commentating really just grew from that. And I was like, and it made me realize that. There, there's a lot of work that goes into it, but once you have all that hard work and stuff down, it really is an easy process once you like once you get in that thing, uh, the hang of things. So my love for commentating really had progressed there at Texas State, 
And with Old Dominion, I, I like I said, I did I do ODU esports, but esports is kind of different from sports itself. But that doesn't take away from esports. Esports is a lot of fun to do. Esports to me would be a secondary career option for me if if I if all does not go well in sports. Knock on wood, because I that that's not an option for me right now. No offense to esports, but I really want to make it in the sports industry whether it's at a big news outlet, whether it's for a professional team, like that's my priority. Well, nevertheless, though, at least you're diversifying your experiences and trying to make the most of it. And that's so cool that you were able to, you know, commentate sports back in, you know, when you were at uh, Texas State, but that you're able to, you know, gradually get back into it now um, back in Virginia. And so since you mentioned esports being a, yeah, sort of a different field for you is did being a part of ODU esports something that that came to you or did you come to it somewhere in between um it kind of came to me a little bit just because there was a lot of outreach for the program in 2021 because and tw- they started the program in 2020 but obviously it was a covid year so they didn't really get to do their full fresh start but in 2021 was like the first official excuse me it was like the first official year for the program and it came to me just because there was this opportunity there was this opportunities there for production and broadcasting and i was like whoa broadcasting like i have to get my hands on that because even if it is just commentating esports it gives me more experience commentating things and giving me more experience on the back end of things where it comes to like researching and doing all the pre-game stuff and making sure that i have everything that i need in order to fulfill my commentary needs so ODU esports has really been a lot of fun to do. Well, I'm so glad that it has been yeah fun to do. And since you're primarily focusing on yeah hopefully being a professional commentator and everything, so what is your overall degree plan in? Uh, so my major is in media studies with a minor in sports management. Um, sports management was something that I didn't start off with. Um, it was basically just media studies. But in the last year and a half, I took a in my first year here at Old Dominion, um, I took a sports management class his, the, with Professor O'Howern, and he is a phenomenal professor. Like taking his class was like I enjoyed his class so much. It made me start thinking like, oh, maybe I should pursue a sports management uh, minor just to have that on the side as well, because you can never do so much to boost that resume of yours and also just have all these things to fall back on if your main thing does not work out for you. But sports management has been something new for me just because it kind of digs into like the behind the scenes part for sports organizations and sports in general when it comes to like all all that behind the scenes stuff. But it's been a lot of fun. And then with media studies, I so the thing about it here at Old Dominion, I wish it was a dedicated journalism and mass communications program because at Texas State, that's what it was. We had a whole school for mass communications and journalism, and it was phenomenal. Probably Texas State is probably one of the best schools in the entire state of Texas that produces uh, journalism and mass communications. So I had a heck of a time there at Texas State trying to learn from them as well and also in Texas as well. My freshman year of high school, I went to Texas Tech for a whole summer for, I want to say about a month of the summer, actually, where I just did a whole sports media camp and learned from the professors there and really just 
doing basically it was my first hands-on like hands-on experience being in the college atmosphere and also just doing all the things there doing like on-air stuff doing video editing and as well as like going to all these different arenas there on campus and being able to see what it takes to pursue a career in sports media whether it's doing like production commentary reporting all that stuff and just basically anything tied with journalism itself so it's been it's been a lot of fun well i'm so glad that at least you're you've been able to have a different experience you know not necessarily better or worse per se but a different experience between your two different college experiences you know from one where everything was sort of laid out straightforward to one where you sort of are building the experience yourself but nevertheless you seem to be making the most of it and striving with it though Mm -hmm. gotta do it you gotta do as much as you can in college just so that once you graduate college you have everything that you've done beforehand hopefully benefits you um afterwards and you know that's what i've been doing ever since middle school trying to boost that resume try to get involved in everything that i can well nevertheless though i mean how has it been for you, like, I mean, even in your approach to these opportunities and trying to manage your time between them? It's been it's been it's been a new process, honestly, and not fully new, but just the fact that leadership role, it's very important being able to handle my staff at the Mason Crown, being able to make sure that they are OK with writing stories, helping them build better stories and helping them. Uh, kind of get out of their comfort zone doing interviews and whatnot because I de- I I definitely know how it can be when you first start off being in a communications field and doing these interviews with like these big names or basically just sport like the sports athletes and coaches. So I definitely was one of those people that had to get out of their comfort zone in the first year. So it was a little bit of a process for me to kind of open up because, like I mentioned beforehand. Um, I'm a very introverted type of dude, but I'm learning to get back out of my shell. And that I wasn't always introverted. It was up until high school. I was an extroverted person, but things happened in high school where, you know, backstabbing of friends and things like that kind of, you know, turn kind of closed me off from people. Like people were not everybody is going to be nice and you just have to, you have to accept that. But with my roles here at ODU, it's really given me more perspective on putting the time and effort in in order to get the success that you want. Because beforehand, we would do maybe one or two stories for Mason Crown, maybe a week and whatnot. But I really want to expand on that and do a lot more. I want to cover more than just sporting events itself. And then with WODU, I'm that was definitely a new experience for me because with the radio station at Texas State, I was just a member of the of the station. I wasn't in a big role like I am with WODU where I'm sports director, where I have to handle this staff as well. So it, it's been a long process there and also just being able to utilize uh, as much as uh, everything that I can with that because with WODU, you have the options to do podcasts, do your own talk show, do broadcasting for the sporting events which is something that we're going to get into uh this year which i'm very excited about because we we really didn't do broadcasting much last year and we kind of were trying to do it but we really didn't get around to it and i take accountability for that but we really are going to take the next step this year and do a lot more and then with the uh, with the esports it really was just getting out of my comfort zone as well and 
kind of just opening up to people and also just basically kind of instilling a positive mindset in myself that I can do it. That even though I had a little bit of experience, maybe minimal experience in broadcasting, like I can do esports broadcasting, I can do a better job and I can really put the time and effort in and exceeding my skills and just doing all that basically. Well, nevertheless, though, I mean, I mean, first of all, when you mentioned the, yeah, I guess the change for you from being an extrovert person to more introvert, that was actually a question I was going to ask next since you had mentioned the six or seven, you know, year part a couple times. But I guess, I guess before I dive into the other parts, I did want to say, so during that sort of transition for you at that time in high school, like, would you say that that sort of transition, how you thought about your upcoming career and what you wanted to do with your professional life? That's actually a pretty cool question. I I wouldn't say it did, but it definitely gave me more perspective on how people can be. Like, there's, there's, there's only a certain amount of people in your life that are going to be your ride or die. And there's also going to be those people that will will hang around and everything. But when it comes to hard times and when it comes down to it, are they really going to be there for you? And I kind of learned that in high school, like not everybody is going to be your ride or die and being there for you at your lowest of points. And that's really um, kind of eye opening. And it's kind of given me more perspective on picking which people I really want to associate myself with and. And basically just go off of that. But as a social person, I'm really not big on the social person at the moment. But when it comes to being social in my career and in my industry, I have no problem with it. I have no problem with it at all. I can do all the I can do all that and be my extroverted self when it comes to my profession and my career. Like that's that's easy for me. But when it comes to being social and you know, like hanging out with people and stuff like that, that that's stuff I'm still trying to get used to as I'm opening back up again, you know? Yeah, I definitely get that, though. And so, I mean, it, it's so interesting to sort of hear your perception about that and how that shifted over the years. And so, since you mentioned that you are working to sort of come come back out of your shell, so sort of to which extent would you, you know, if you don't mind me asking, like, do you want to really, I guess, evolve in that regard socially? Um, I definitely want to try to get back to my um older self as much as I can, just because I was a very positive minded, I was a very extroverted person. I was kind of like the life of the party where everybody would kind of associate with me. And that's something I want to gear towards too. Not not fully, but just to a point where, hey, like this guy can be cool to hang out with. And this guy, like outside of work, like he's a really cool dude, like. I'm, I would definitely want to associate with him. That's that's kind of where I want to get back into, to where I don't want to just be perceived as this person where, oh, I'm not sociable. I just, I'm just dug into my career and my school on like all that. I want to be known as like, oh, I can be like a fun person to be around. I can be funny. I can be sociable and being able to go out what to these events with my friends and whatnot which is something i have i've geared away from like i just really haven't been able to do all of that stuff in the, in the past few years but hopefully eventually we'll get back to that stage where i'll be able 
to do all that at a very comfortable level where I am in the profession, in my profession and my career. Well, nevertheless, though, I mean, of course, best of luck in working towards that. And I mean, and it's one of those things, too, where as people like we learn from our experiences and, you know, we grow a little bit every day for better or worse. And so I hope that in your progression that you're able to get to where you want to be. Mm hmm. Yeah, I mean, I, I hope so, too, because it's been a long process. And I know I haven't mentioned this before, but I um I did mention this to you in the description. But I have dealt with depression for the last six or seven years. And it has been it's been a grueling battle. I'm not going to lie. I won't get in on I won't get into all the details about it. But it, in high school, I would say my junior and senior year was probably my lowest of lows. But thankfully, I've really grown out of that. And I'm not saying I've completely gone away from like i've got away from depression like i'm still dealing with depression but it is not to a level where it used to be i'm in such a better place now than what i used to be but it's definitely it's been it's been a process honestly well nevertheless i of course wish you all the best in that process and yeah you know, and continue to work through everything mm-hmm yeah, I hope so too. I mean, like I said, it's a long process and I hope that, and I've, and I've been talking to like my guidance counselors and stuff like that. It's, and that is something I want to emphasize. Please, please, please talk to people. I learned my lesson not talking to people early on and really kind of just shifted into my inner self. And you can do so much harm inside your head that it's just, it, it's really not talked upon. Like people, kind of view mental illness or depression whatnot as this thing go oh people just say they have it or something like that but once you really go through it it is a whole new thing and it's really opened my eyes to people that i've seen deal with it before before i dealt with it because it's like i i can understand where they were coming from once i saw like where they were at at those stages in their life and i i can I can totally relate to it. Like, it, it really does suck. Well, nevertheless, though, like I said before, I mean, I'm glad that you've at least been able to fight through it. And, mm -hmm. but not only that, but sort of learn from it. And I like that you're also, you know, using your time here to speak to other people who may be also dealing with depression, which is, I think, just such a powerful thing that you're doing right there. So mm -hmm. kudos to you for doing that. Yeah. But yeah, but I know outside of the sports realm that you've actually been doing, you know, podcasting yourself for a bit too. Yeah, I do have my own podcast, um, not as professional and as organized as yours. I have to give my hats off to you. You have a really great setup with your podcast. But we've done 11 episodes now for my podcast. My podcast is called Just Our Thoughts. I barely started it about a year and a half ago. And it's been something I've wanted to get into kind of gotten away from it to be honest just because i've really just been laying low through the summer and just enjoying my time off and just doing my thing really but it's something that i want to gear to uh gear towards once we get back into the school year and whatnot and basically my podcast entails uh different genres i like to have sports episodes i like to have movies and television episodes i like to talk about anime um and then also just like general topics that my guest and I have. And there's been times where I've had multiple guests on and there's times I have one guest on. It really isn't there. I have no preference. I love talking. 
when it comes down to it, I do love talking, even though I kind of just contradicted myself saying, oh, I'm not a very sociable person and whatnot. But really, when it comes to like podcasting and stuff, like that's my comfort zone. And I, I can really just, you know, talk and being able to do those without any like any problems whatsoever. Well, you know, I would say that, I mean, even for the realm of podcasting, though, is that even for myself as like an introverted person, like I, I love one-on-one chats. And mm-hmm. so like, like I can do this all day. Like mm-hmm. I, I can chat to you forever. I, I'm sure anyone who's been on here can attest that I, I will chat forever. But, mm-hmm. um, but yeah, I mean, I feel like there's such a fun dynamic with podcasts, especially if it's in a topic area that you love. Like for me, I love meeting people and getting to know them, but yeah, I also love stuff like, you know, TV shows and I mean, you name it. So it's, it's really fun to have these discussions. Mm -hmm. Yeah. But yeah. And so, and I know that for at least some of your episodes anyway, that you've live streamed them as well. Um, the earlier episodes I did live stream those episodes. We did, we had a platform, I forgot what the platform was called, but we utilized that platform in order to stream on YouTube slash Twitch. And those were a lot of fun. And I the reason for that is because I wanted to have live chat to be enabled so that if people um, tuned into the episodes and had questions or things that they wanted to be brought up into the podcast, then we can utilize their um, perspective into the episodes as well as our perspectives and like our topics as well. So, I mean, it was, it's a cool thing, but it's kind of something that I've kind of gone away from. And like you said, the one-on-ones, I mean, you cannot go wrong with the one-on-ones. A one-on-one conversation can can really bring out a lot in people. And that's something I've really learned uh, in doing my later episodes in podcasting. So it's been a lot of fun doing uh, the uh, dynamic of both of them, really. Yeah, and I did actually have a moment to, you know, to watch some, you know, some bits and pieces of your, you know, your earlier podcast, the ones that you live streamed. Mm -hmm. And I really love the dynamic that you and some of your guests have, like in terms of like playing off each other and discussing like whether it be like TV shows or sports or whatever. And so it's so fun to sort of see like how the group is able to have those discussions and your interactions with the, you know, with the live chats that you all have. Mm -hmm. Yeah. That's a great point you bring up. And also to kind of to go off of that point is those those earlier live streams, those are with my best friends from Laferia High School from Texas, all the way down in Texas. I miss my friends down there immensely. But basically, we had our group of uh, friends and whatnot, I would say, but there's like 10 to 12 of us. And uh, I came up with the idea, hey, let's do a podcast, maybe. And it was kind of benefited. It was kind of I shouldn't say benefit It's geared towards my group of friends to do the podcast. Cause we all love like the same topics. They don't love sports like, like that, like I do, but for every other thing, like they're all in for it and they love talking about those things. So that's really kind of how our dynamic was meshing like perfectly with each other because we've been friends with, for each, with each other for so many years now that we kind of know, how each other acts and how our personalities can be. So we really can just bounce off of each other pretty easily in those episodes. Yeah. Cause I mean, cause even from watching it, I love how you all sort of mesh together and can have just such a, yeah, a fun, coherent, you know, discussion. But I guess for you, a question towards that friend dynamic that you're able to have, like, have you like re-listened to them at all since like, since recording them? 
I think the last time I listened to those podcast episodes would probably be a few months ago. It was definitely during the school year. It was here in spring. And I was watching those episodes to kind of get a little bit of insight of how I could do more when it came to an episode I did on campus uh, later in this year where I had two people on and I wanted to make sure that from that episode where I could kind of take the pros and cons from that and go about it into that episode that I had done. So um, it's been it's been a lot of fun to do those and kind of rewatch them and kind of understand that, hey, that's where I started and this is where I am now. And it's all just about progression and getting a little bit better each episode. Yeah, and I love how you're like you actively work to like study like something that you you did yourself, and yeah, it's sort of to say, okay, how can I sort of revive this concept while also staying true to who you are now, as, since it may have changed from when you did the initial ones. Mm-hmm. But I mean, th- yeah, that's just so interesting. But I guess the point I was getting to that though was that, like, in you rewatching it, were you able to sort of feel like you were like reliving some of like your your high school life a little bit in the sense that you're able to have your high school you know, friends on and have discussions that I'm sure are probably somewhat reminiscent of the ones you had back then. I mean, yeah. I mean, you, whenever you're doing episodes of your best friends, especially when I've been best friends with them since, you know, 2015, 2014, when I dating back to middle school, I mean, we've been friends for so many, uh, so many years. So it, it is a lot of fun getting to rewatch those and being able to see that dynamic that we had, I kind of sadden me, saddens me a little bit because we're off doing our own things nowadays. So we really don't have that time to utilize to do podcast episodes. So, so hopefully in the future, we can really kind of get back into it and try to do episodes here and there and just kind of go off of that. But basically just seeing, <clears throat> seeing those old episodes, they are a lot of fun just because those episodes are really geared towards like TV movies and whatnot and just talking about those things as well as video games as well. That's another big thing that we love to do. I forgot to mention that. That's another genre episode that we like to do on my podcast is video games. We love video games on our group. That's kind of how we kind kind of got together cuz I guess you can call us the nerds because like we're the big video game guys, but I don't care. I mean, those guys are true to me and I'm going to be true to them. Uh, no matter what. And it's just fun to see those episodes because those episodes came out at a time where TVs and movies and video games are kind of like at a high at the moment because there was like game, like there's this like different events going on where we could react to it and then give our opinions about it because those are things that we talk about like on a daily basis with each other where we're talking about like Marvel stuff, Star Wars stuff, anything of that sort. And then also just video games and stuff itself as well yeah i mean it's sort of like a little bit of a time capsule of your life in a sense being able to sort of see a discussion like like in real time of how it actually went and it's sort of fun to sort of relive those but it can be bittersweet like when it's just like oh i remember these times Mm -hmm. like like i i wish we could do that but i mean i mean it's nice that you can at least get that close in the sense that you're able to see like your own discussion it's sort of eerie in a sense like reliving a memory yeah, and we we still talk to each other on a daily, like wh- whether we're talking to each other in our chats or whatnot, we're sending each other stuff about like, oh, there's some news about Marvel coming out and like just little things. But we we tend to be hanging out with each other almost every day, every other day, I should say. 
and we have our own discord as well where we all like are in it and whenever we're on playing games everybody else starts joining up and then it's just a fun atmosphere and just being able to bounce off of them and just you know just reliving some of the old memories that we used to have whenever i was there in person meanwhile now i'm you know, 29, 30 hours away from them. So basically utilizing those social platforms are big for me because it keeps me connected to them in some way, shape or form, even though, you know, I'm long away from them. But at least that you all have a tight social group, it seems like, and yeah, and that you all are there for each other. So that's just amazing to, yeah, to hear, even though that you've been gone for, you know, for a couple of years now. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I moved here and I moved to Virginia in the summer after I finished that year at Texas State because COVID hit in March of 2020 and the rest of classes through April slash May was just online courses. So I went back home for those last two months, did my time. But once we hit June and whatnot, I was out of there and I was already going up here to Virginia. But it was it was definitely a tough process, especially coming to Nova. Um, just because of the fact that Roanoke, Virginia, where I was born and raised, is like at the southwest point of Virginia and Nova over here. It's like a it's like a five, six hour difference. But if I would have moved back to Roanoke, Virginia, it would have been kind of easier for me just because I had friends from like elementary and all that stuff that I'm still connected with there in Roanoke. So, I mean, compared to that here, then to here in Nova, it's been a really grueling process because it's basically like I have to restart all over again and basically finding all these friend groups and whatnot. And you can say that about old dominion as well. It's been, it was very hard for me that first year uh, in 2021 to really connect with people and really socialize just because college students, it's not like high school. When you're making friends with high school, you're seeing each other every day on a daily, uh, you're seeing each other every day and you're basically hanging out with one another and like all these activities, whether it's in your clubs, sports, outside of school and all that. It's just such a different environment compared to what it would be in college, where college students tend to be more to themselves because they're so busy with their schedules. They really just kind of trying to do their own thing, you know? Definitely. I think you encapsulated that just so well, like in speaking about that. But you know, while we're still speaking here, I did actually want to hear about your upcoming internship that you have with the Norfolk Admirals. Yeah, so funny thing, I actually submitted an application to the Norfolk Admirals last year in uh, 2022. And I did get to a process where, oh, I got to the process where I needed to go and talk to my transfer or not transfer to my internship counselor here at Old Dominion and try to figure out how we can do that and whatnot. But come to find out, I wasn't eligible just because it's juniors and above. So I I lost out on all that process, but I still went through the interview process and everything with the admirals. They interviewed me. They liked what I had to say. They, I think I could have gotten it, but like I said, it just didn't work out on my end just because I needed to qualify for it and I didn't qualify it for it at the time. So I knew I wanted to re-submit uh, my application for the Admirals this year because I knew I wanted to be a part of that. Because to me, hockey is my second favorite sport. Football is number one, and then it's hockey. So I'm a diehard hockey fan. So I wanted to be involved with the Norfolk Admirals in any way, shape, or form. And luckily, I did my interview with um, one, of the, uh, one of the Admirals this year who is basically specialized in sales and ticketing. And that was basically what the job was entailed for that 
position, but learning in that interview, there was another internship that they were uh, giving away or not giving away, but basically interviewing for for the social media and communications, which would be more beneficial for me because that's my primary field. And basically I get to be the right-hand man to their main broadcaster. His name is Weston and he's been doing broadcasting for the Admirals for a few years now. And he's a graduate from Arizona state. So he's come a long way um, from Arizona all the way over here. And he's just a phenomenal dude. He's a great dude. And I'm so excited to be working with him and being able to learn the ins and outs with him throughout the entire season of this year. And also just because I actually kind of looked up to this guy, uh, Weston, a little bit because I, like I said, I'm a diehard hockey fan. I go to the Admirals games the last few years. I don't go to a lot of them, but I try to get out there when I can because I'm always so busy with ODU events. But whenever I got out to them or whenever I like kept up with them on their social media pages and whatnot i'd always like hear his commentary and everything and he does a phenomenal job about like how he goes about his business when he does when he's being the voice of the admiral so it's gonna be a lot of fun seeing um how that's gonna incorporate under my experience once i get at the helm and i know that later on this month I go back to school or I'll be back on campus on the 23rd of this month, but on the 24th, we'll be, um, he'll be taking me on a tour throughout the arena, Norfolk scope. And we, you know, just like one-on-one and kind of getting a feel of each other in person because we have a feel of each other online and everything, but it's so much different when you have it, um, that face-to-face interaction and basically just meshing off each other and seeing how things are going to work once we get into the thick of things in October. That is so cool, though, that you're able to do that and, you know, and work with someone that you admire. I mean, that what could be better than that? Oh, yeah, for sure. Um, there's so many people that I admire in the broadcasting and communications field, and he's definitely one of them, even though that the admirals are like at the third level of the professional hockey level, because there's there's many levels to hockey. But you have the NHL, which is like the big league compared to like the NFL. And then you have like the minor league, which is AHL. And then there's the ECHL where the Norfolk Admirals are. So they're they're a professional hockey team, but they're just, you know, just the lower ends there. But you have to start somewhere. I want to build a career in whether it's football, hockey, or just basically sports media in general, whether it's a news outlet or professional team. I want to be involved with football and hockey in any way, shape, or form. That's my primary goal. Uh, primary goal. But... Getting this opportunity is, is just a dream come true because this is something I've been dreaming about since I was four years old. Ever since I was four years old and I got introduced to sports and whatnot, I knew I wanted to be involved in sports. But later on, you know, I came to came to terms with myself that playing sports is not going to work out for me. But being in sports media will still give me that uh, accessibility to be involved with sports uh, in that way. So it's going to be a lot of fun. It's gonna be it's gonna be a long process. It's gonna be stressful. Definitely gonna be stressful because I have to prioritize that as much as I can, as well as trying to organize or trying to keep up with Wodu, Mason Crown, esports, school, like we were mentioning before the podcast. We got school to do as well. And like I said, I'm in my junior year, so things are starting to uh vamp up in terms of like the courses and whatnot. So it'll it'll be an experience, and I'm very excited for it, and I'm very grateful for it too. 
Well, I'm so glad that you were able to, I mean, to have another new experience and with, you know, a team that you are like dying to, you know, to help out with. So, I mean, it's like, it's all working together perfectly for you. And I mean, I wish you nothing but the best. Definitely, you know, take as many pictures as you can or my term for, yeah, of course. Yeah. Taking pictures, I I think is my term for just like capturing the memory. Oh, it's yeah. just, you know you know, really taking the most out of it and just enjoying the experience. I mean, that's so fun. Yeah. Um, I'm glad you actually mentioned that because I'm kind of like that person. I try not to be the, like, just a simp when it comes to, like, going out to events. Because you see how everybody goes to go out to these events and they're just – they're so encapsulated with their phones capturing the moment, which is all good and everything. But compared to like 10, 15 years ago, it was all about living in a moment and taking in the experience rather than trying to live through that moment through behind the screen or through your phone and whatnot. But I, I like to I like to capture every moment that I can, like with ODU athletics, like for football, for example, if you check out my Instagram page, there are various football videos where um, for each game of last season, I basically have a post for every home game that we did where it captures many highlights throughout the game and just like good memories of them so I can cherish that going forward. And I mean, you were here last year, that Virginia Tech game, very, it was a monumental experience with that game. And that's one of the penned uh, posts that I have on my Instagram page. That was just a great experience to hold upset and field storming like that's something i grew up dreaming about is to be a part of a field storm and being able to witness that and get the experience it here at old dominion was such a phenomenal experience and to kind of go off of that a little bit virginia tech i hate virginia tech my family hates virginia tech let me just say that like I said, I was grown, I, I was born and raised in Roanoke, Virginia. My family made raised me to love UVA. It was never Virginia Tech. It was UVA. We love like my love for UVA has not dwindled down or anything. I still love UVA with all my heart. I wish I could have gone to UVA, but obviously my academics didn't reach uh, didn't qualify for that because UVA is like so hard to get into. But I still tend to. My hate, uh, my hate for Virginia Tech is it runs deep. It runs very deep. Well, I feel you know, <laughs> yeah. That that's so funny to hear, especially given um, how many Virginia Tech people I've had, uh, yeah, on my show. But nevertheless, it, it's a fun rivalry. Um, uh, but nevertheless, though, I'm so glad that you're at least able to make the most of your experiences, though, and. I mean, from the sounds of it, I mean, you're just really, like, doing your best to make the most of it, and I just so can't wait to hear how the rest of this fall 2023 semester coming up is going to go for you, and definitely keep me in touch with, like, everything that you do, all the memories you're going to make, because that just sounds extraordinary. Oh, for sure. Uh, we definitely should keep in touch. I would love I would love to do more podcasts. I mean, this has been a fun experience. Like I said, you you really have taken it up a notch in terms of my podcast. And that's not to that's not to like put down my podcast or anything. It's just you've had so much more experience in this realm and you've gotten to the level where you can have it at this professional state, whether where you have like these these um 
these agreement things that you had beforehand that we had to do. I've never seen that with a podcast before. And I, I have to applaud you for that. Like you really have a top notch here and you're really making the most of it with your podcast. So it's going to be, it'll be a great experience this fall. It'll be a stressful fall, but hopefully in the end of things, everything works out to my favor and I enjoy the best, the most of my experience, honestly. Yeah. I really hope that you do. And thank you so much for the, you know, for the compliment. And out of curiosity, are yeah, on top of everything else that you're doing, will will there be new episodes of your yeah of your podcast coming out this fall, or will we have to just wait and see? Um, there's plans for it to be in the fall, but it just depends how the schedules work out. Like my schedule from maybe late August to maybe early October won't be as hectic, but once we get into later October, because like I said, hockey season starts in the last week of October. Once hockey season starts, it is going to, like, everything is going to turn. Like, everything is going to be prioritized, making sure I do I do everything and more for that internship so that they see that I'm putting in the work, uh, putting in all the effort, and then some, and just really just building my portfolio with them excuse me just building myself among them as professionals so that if you know once i graduate college and december of 2024 hopefully that um that once i graduate there maybe there may be an opportunity with for me at the admirals afterwards that hey i may be able to come back and work with them as an actual job and make good money doing that so i mean you never say never but you have to make sure that you make the most of it for your professional experience. And this is my first ever professional experience. So it's a monumental task and I'm very nervous about it, but I know that I am ready for it. And I know that I've been gearing towards um, this position for many years now. And this is only the beginning. That's all I got to say. This is only the beginning for me and my professional career. I love that sentiment. And for anyone that wants to check out everything that you are doing, whether it be your, your your social media, your podcast, whatever the case may be, where's the best place for them to find you as we're beginning to wrap up? I'm, well, I can't say Twitter now. It's called X, supposedly. Oh, not supposedly, but it is called X. Um, I'll still call it Twitter. You guys can follow me on Twitter. It's at Benji with three eyes, D7. Uh so if you want to follow me there, you can follow me there as well. And then Instagram, it's Benjamin underscore seven. But in the in my name, Benjamin, it's two E's and two M's. Um, and it's kind of a funny story behind that is because there's a friend of mine. Her name is Sierra in high school. My name is Benjamin, but she started calling me Benjamin. Like, oh, I've been jamming the music. What have you been doing? Like, just this is like something. It's a little cheesy and whatnot, but I, I like it. It's a cool little nickname and whatnot. Um, so, yeah, you can follow me there on Instagram. I do occasionally uh, stream on Kick. I used to stream on Twitch, but I do stream on Kick. Uh, my name on Kick is and Kick for Kick for those that don't know is like the new streaming platform for like video games and it's like the new streaming service trying to compete with twitch and whatnot so if you want to follow me on kick uh my name is i've underscore benjamin same thing two e's two m's so if you want to go follow me there you can follow me there and if you want to connect with me my linkedin benjamin draper obviously and uh yeah that's basically it i have a youtube but i really don't utilize the youtube as much as i as i want to but oh well
Okay, awesome. Yeah, and that that was a fun, nice little you know backstory for that. So, so I'm glad to hear like you know the little insights into your I guess naming conventions. Mm-hmm. And so, last but certainly not least, I did want to allow a moment for you to go ahead and close us out with whatever it be like a you know a inspirational thought, a life lesson, whatever the case may be. The floor is all yours. Ooh, um, definitely do definitely take the most out of opportunities that you're given. Do not take opportunities for granted. Um, I have had people in the past that I've seen take opportunities for granted and it did not work out for them afterwards. So please, please, please make the most of everything. Try to take, take all the information in and take all the pointers and notes that you need. And because it will benefit you down the road, there's, and I say that because my journalism teacher and and high school, his name is Coach Gonzalez. I look up to this guy. This guy was like a, another type of father. He was another father figure for me uh, going through middle school and high school. And I cherished everything that I took away from his journalism class for and yearbook. And to this day, I'm teaching my staff at Mason Crown, for instance, how to write stories how to do news writing in terms of sports but also just taking everything i can from him and from what i learned there and and utilizing that here at old dominion and i'm also going to utilize that for wodu as well once we start doing the camera work for for photography because we did videography last year for the most part but we really did not touch on photography and that's something i'm changing this year i want to get a mixture of both and with um, the training with Twanesha, who is our new video director, um, I'll be able to work with her and basically help teach how to use the cameras, what buttons are which. And I'll be able to use um, what I learned from Coach Gonzalez, Derek, and Laferia and be able to teach these guys on my staff here in the fall once, uh, once we get back and basically help them with their cameras and basically just get them out to events as soon as you can because for me, you have to you have a little bit of camera training or at least one to at least go out to events so you know what you're doing because I don't want you to go out to events and not know what you're doing and asking all these questions because we're all doing there's so much to go on, especially during football season. There's so much going on during during the game, whether it's fans perspective, the students, the game itself, pregame activities, tailgating and all that. There's so much going into that that we really need to utilize as much as we can trying to capture all that and give more um, insight on the experience rather than trying to like answer all these questions and trying to help them learn there on the spot, which is something that takes away from capturing the experience itself, but really utilize everything that you can. And even if you're at your low, even if you're at your lowest points, don't give up, don't ever give up coming from a person of experience who is still dealing with depression and has gone to his lowest points in life for the span of two years there, you will know who's going to come and fight for you um, at the end of the day and who's going to be there to watch you, watch your back and make sure that you're okay. So try to find those friends that uh, try to find those people and surround yourself to them and don't surround yourself among bad people. I'm not going to say bad people, but don't surround yourself among people that are not going to benefit you later on in life and in your career or whatnot. 
Well, I love those sentiments. Thank you so much, Benjamin, for everything. And best of luck at WODU, Mason Crown, ODU Esports, the Norfolk Admirals, and everything else you do. Your podcast, you name it. <laughs> and yes, schools. yes, yes. That's important. <laughs> it's an honor. I've had so much fun doing this. Yes, we definitely, like I said, we'll have to keep in touch. And I can't wait to see all the amazing stuff that you do. Mm-hmm. It's been fun. Thank you. Of course. And until next time, everyone, have a wonderful day. Enjoy your week. And let's continue on our mission to bring people together. I'll see you all later. Take care.